Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. In my hands are the scriptures. And in Luke chapter 22, the Apostle Luke writes these words. Now the feast of the unleavened bread, called the Passover, was approaching. And the chief priest and the teachers of the law were looking for some way to get rid of Jesus. For they were afraid of the people. Verse 3. Then Satan. Then Satan entered Judas. Then Satan entered Judas. Called Iscariot, one of the twelve. And Judas went to the chief priest and the officers of the temple guard and discussed with them how he might betray Jesus. They were delighted and agreed to give him money. He consented and watched for an opportunity to hand Jesus over to them when no crowd was present. Then Satan entered Judas. There is a need for the ministry of exorcism. There is, a minist- there is a need for the ministry of deliverance. There is a need for the ministry of liberation. There is a need for the ministry of healing. There is a need for the ministry of inner healing. And obviously there is a need for a strong proclamation of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Then Satan entered Judas. Why am I mentioning this portion of Scripture? To prove the reality that Satan, that demons, Satan, demons, equate, equal, fallen angels, can enter human beings. Satan entered Judas. And we read throughout the scriptures, how demons spoke out of human beings. People throughout this world, on this planet, have demons. That is why there's a need for exorcism. That is why, tonight, I'm discussing this subject 
you know, many people inquire by phone, email, text, mail, approaching me in public and private meetings around the world. Many people are inquiring if they are in need of an exorcism. Many do need an exorcism. Many do need to go through an exorcism. That's right. Because they have demons. It's the truth. Many do need to go through an exorcism. Do you? Find out on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance. up this is michael tate with another story of a jesus freak from the voice of the martyrs the voice of the martyrs is still sorting out an unsettling turn of events in indonesia involving a 58 year old christian man who was convicted of blaspheming islam when antonius bawangan received the maximum five years in prison for distributing literature that allegedly spread hatred of islam the sentence was protested by more than a thousand people But the protesters were not demanding a more lenient sentence. They wanted Antonius to be killed. To punctuate their demands, the mob attacked police with stones and set two churches on fire. For specific ways to support and pray for Christians in Indonesia, go online to persecution.com. why perhaps we need to discuss what what is an exorcism according to catholicism exorcism is the act of driving out or warding off demons or evil spirits from persons places or things which are believed to be possessed or infested by them or liable to become victims or instruments of their malice The one conducting the exorcism is usually the exorcist. I personally, from my understanding of the scriptures, I see an exorcism as a labor of love and a divine miracle, an act that involves the removal of demons from people, places, and objects. In fact, Jesus himself viewed the act of driving out of demons as a miracle when he told his early disciples that they ought, they ought not to stop anyone from exercising demons done in his name. I mean, that's found in Mark chapter 9. It's recorded. Teacher, said John, we saw a man driving out demons in your name, and we told him to stop because he was not one of us. Now, what did Jesus reply, my friend? He said, do not stop him. 
No one who does a miracle in my name can in the next moment see anything bad about me. For whoever is not against us is for us. I tell you the truth. Anyone who gives you a cup of water in my name because you belong to Christ will certainly not lose his reward. While on this earth, during his earthly ministry, Jesus often dealt with evil spirits, demons. He dealt with them everywhere he traveled to, in the synagogues, outside in public, with the multitudes, in homes, on the seashore, in every city and village. Jesus forced demons out with a word, and the people were free. So we know what an exorcism is, but why? Well, obviously, people need to go through an exorcism so they can be free, so they can be liberated, so they can live a life of peace and joy and love. How, are, how is anyone able to live a life of peace if you have evil spirits? It's going to be difficult. That's why there is a need for the ministry of deliverance. The ministry of exorcism, because people are demonized. People have these vile invaders, spiritual invaders in their life, and they need to be set free. And that's God's heart, is to set people free. Now, oftentimes it takes a process. Sometimes it doesn't. But the fact is, there is a need for the ministry of exorcism, which is a labor of love, to set the captives free. It's a labor of love. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. An exorcism is a labor of love. And there are many people listening to this global broadcast even tonight that are in need of an exorcism. I mean, it's clear. Demons and the devil seek bodies to enter into control for the purpose of carrying out their hideous deeds. As we know, demons are spiritual beings. They're without a body and are limited in what they can do. However, with a body, they're able to cause even greater havoc. So it should not surprise us that demons readily enter human bodies and even animals as it was recorded in Luke chapter 22, Satan entered Judas. Satan and demons desire human bodies. And at times, even animals. We see that in Mark chapter 5, when the demons entered the pigs. Demons will readily enter human beings when given the spiritual right to do so. So the question is, what are these spiritual rights that allow demons to enter the bodies and souls of humans? In my more than 20 years of experience in this realm, I've discovered there are a number of common doorways that I want to discuss for demons to gain entry into a life. And I like to discuss these doorways in some detail and give you the opportunity to close the doorway that you may have opened to a demon. Remove the right and command the demon to go in the name of Jesus Christ. One of the most common doorways is being involved in the occult. 
I've ministered to thousands and thousands of people afflicted with evil spirits and have found a large, a very large portion of them have demons as a result of some kind of occultic practice that they have indulged in. It's clear in Holy Scripture that those who have turned to the occult have been defiled, have been spiritually defiled. We see this in the New Covenant and the Old Covenant, beginning very early in Leviticus, in the book of Leviticus, in the Old Covenant, chapter 19, the scripture speaks of those turning to the occult, those turning to the powers of the dark one, as being defiled. In Acts 16, the Apostle Paul dealt with a spirit of divination within a young girl that practiced fortune-telling. Demons are behind all forms of the occult and are seeking the opportunity to enter any human body who partakes of the dark arts. That is a fact. Now, the most popular cults of practices and devices include tarot cards, Ouija boards, horoscopes, astrology, dowsing, spell casting, speaking curses, palm reading, psychic hotlines, crystals, telop, uh, tel, um, uh, seances, enchanting, witchcraft, black and white magic, and voodoo, and black blood uh, packs, and and child occult games like Bloody Mary and Light as a Feather, and those reading occultic literature, such as uh, any of the Harry Potter material. I mean, these can open doorways for your body and your soul to be invaded by evil spirits. I mean, that's the reason why there is a need for an exorcism. Because people are participating in these things, and they get demons. And demons need to be forced out. Jesus wants us to deliver people, to set the captives free. For that is his heart, and he's commanded us. In my name, you will cast out devils. It was over ten years ago. I dealt with a young lady that had participated. I remember this this uh, this prayer session very very well. She had participated in a séance, and this opened a door for a demonic spirit to invade her. During an exorcism with her, a demon manifested that was named. Anatar, and the spirit revealed that he had gained access to this lady through her attempt to speak with the dead. Perhaps you were present during seance. Perhaps you were an active active participant in a seance. This will open up a door for a demon to enter you. Just as this one lady, she was just present during a seance and, and played a, a very little role, but she opened the door, and as a result, a spirit named Anatar entered her body. Demons will enter your body and your soul if you participate in the occult. A few years ago, my wife and I dealt with a young man that had confessed to being involved in voodoo and witchcraft, another two doorways to, to uh, doorways that lead to demons. Voodoo and witchcraft. He spent nearly 20 years studying voodoo and casting thousands and thousands of spells. In one meeting with him, we encountered a demon named Stress that had entered his body as a result of casting a spell to relieve some of the stress that he was undergoing at the time. I mean, who knows how many millions of people 
have turned to white witchcraft, that have turned to the powers of witchcraft, that have turned to the New Age movement, that have turned to various elements of the occult and attempt to relieve their suffering, relieve them of their pain, relieve them of their emotional, physical, spiritual pain and stress. So they cast a spell, hoping that, or indulging themselves in some kind of ceremony or ritual, hoping and believing that through the process of casting the spell, of participating in the ritual, of being involved in some very uh, in some in some ceremony, that somehow this will relieve them of the problem that they're facing. But the spell, the ceremony, the ritual, the curse only opens a doorway for the devil to take advantage, and that's what happened to this young man. The spell opened a doorway for the devil to take advantage of him, and a, and a spirit entered him. Perhaps. You're listening to this broadcast, this live presentation, and you have participated in some kind of witchcraft ritual. Or perhaps you've had your palm read by a fortune teller. Have you played with the Ouija board? Have you even observed someone playing with the Ouija board? Have you called a psychic hotline? Have you visited a psychic booth at some convention, at some fair? Have you contacted a psychic online? All these things can allow a demonic spirit to afflict you internally and externally or both. That's why. That is why there's a need for exorcism. All you have to do is look at your newspaper. There's horoscopes. All you have to do is browse the website just for a few minutes, and you'll see hundreds, thousands of websites devoted to divination, to astrology, to fortune-telling, contacting wizards and warlocks, psychics and witches of all sorts. And people all over the world are communicating with these individuals and communicating with the spirits inside of these individuals, the spirits of divination. The spirits of divination. And many people have inquired if they're in need of an exorcism. Many do need to go through an exorcism. Do you? Well, if you participated in any kind of divinatory practice, perhaps you have a divinatory device such as the Ouija board, terror cards. You have a kit on how to cast spells. You have books on how to read your horoscope. You need an exorcism. You need to be free from evil spirits. Delivering yourself from these spirits, these demons that may have entered you through some occultic practice, can be accomplished. Now, obviously, if you've been involved for a sustained period of time, there may be some deeper elements of demonization that, that require in-person ministry, but perhaps you're listening to this broadcast and and you realize that you need deliverance. You participate in the occult. Well, first acknowledge the sin to God and claim his forgiveness. God will forgive you, my friend. I mean, if you truly repented, God will forgive you. Case closed. Psalms 103 declares he will forgive us of all of our sins. He will forgive you of the sin of the occult. 
Now, secondly, I want you to confront the spirit that may have invaded you, your life as a result of being involved in the occult, divination, Satanism, witchcraft, voodoo, Santeria, any kind of New Age, Eastern mystical practice. Confront the spirit that may have invaded you with a simple command. I want you to say with me, in the name of Jesus, in the name and through the blood of the cross of Jesus Christ, I take authority over every occultic spirit. Now, if you just pray that, now a spirit may react. Now, if that's the case, I want you to know that God's in control, and he will set you free. Now, if you sense a reaction, tell the spirit to reveal the right by which he might have gained access. Now, if he speaks in your mind and tells you that he's present, for example, due to your involvement in the horoscope, reading horoscopes, take authority over the demon. And then proceed by asking the spirit how many more demons are present, and then deal with each one accordingly. Perhaps one came in as a result of you reading your horoscope. Another one came in because you observed and you were present willingly when somebody was messing around with the Ouija board. Find out each demon's name and reason for access. Demons do not arbitrarily enter human bodies for no reason. They have to be given a spiritual, legal right. And to be free, there has to be repentance. There has to be renunciation. There has to be a turning away from darkness a turning away from Satan and turning to Jesus Christ, the living God and Savior. You must turn from Satan and turn to Jesus Christ. Now, after confessing the sins of the occult to God, command each demon by name, if you have discovered the names, to leave your body and soul in the name of Jesus Christ. For example, you could pray like this. I want you to simply say, Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And that's because that's the only name that could set you free, by the way. Only the name of Jesus. Let's pray to God. So I renounce my past occultic ties and command every spirit behind astrology, fortune-telling. Name the occultic practice that you've been involved in. Now tell that spirit to leave. I command that spirit to leave me now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, another doorway. Besides the occult, and, and it's very the, this second doorway is very closely related to occultic invol involvement, and that's the first door we just dealt with, is false religious practices. In the scriptures, in 2 Corinthians, the Apostle Paul writes these words, But I am afraid that just as Eve was deceived by the serpent's cunning, your minds may somehow be led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to Christ. For if someone comes to you, and preaches a Jesus other than the Jesus we preached, or if you receive, or if you receive a different spirit from the one you received, or a different gospel from the one you accepted, you put up with it easily enough. I mean, it's clear, I mean, just from this portion of Scripture, that apparently in Paul's day, there were some who were, via a false religion, receiving a different spirit, thereby Opening themselves up to evil spirits. I mean, there are thousands upon thousands of different groups, cults, religions that seek to deceive the unsuspecting with doctrines of demons. Now, any group, I don't care who they are, any group that denies the triune nature of God, that there is one God in three persons, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and or denies that justification is by faith and faith alone in Jesus Christ, who is God, is proclaiming a false message. I don't care if they're 
a member of the Church of Christ, the member of the Watchtower Society, the Jehovah Witnesses, a Hindu, a Muslim, somebody who practices voodoo, if anyone denies the triune nature of God or denies that justification by faith alone in Jesus Christ, who is God, is proclaiming a false message, and they're to be avoided. For those groups, those cults are being energized by religious spirits, evil religious spirits that will spiritually torment you. And these kind of groups do exist. They can exist in mainline churches. Just because somebody is a Lutheran, just because somebody's an Episcopalian, just because somebody's a charismatic, just because somebody's a um, a Methodist, doesn't mean that they embrace or promote orthodox, essential doctrine. For the enemy has crept in to many churches and influenced various groups. If any group that denies the triune nature of God or denies, for example, the incarnation, or denies the bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ, or denies the virgin birth, or denies that justification is by faith and faith alone in Jesus, who is God, is proclaiming a false message, and they're to be avoided. Now, there are groups that publicly uh, promote false doctrine, Mormonism, Jehovah Witnesses, the Christian Science Movement, the Unitarian Church, Scientology, the Children of God, Self-Realization Fellowship, Hinduism, Buddhism, Islam, Paganism, Taoism, Freemasonry, Animism, and Saint Worship are just a few. Not too long ago, I conducted an exorcism on a man from Las Vegas who, who had participated in a Mormon service a few years back. And uh, I remember while dealing with the various demons within him, I came across a spirit that named itself Heresy. So I commanded the evil demon to tell me why he had entered the man. The spirit confessed that as a result of this victim attending a Mormon church service, it gave him the right to enter. For the Mormon church teaches heresy. So a demon named heresy entered him because he went to the church service and he embraced some of the heretical teachings, namely the whole issue centered around the deity of Jesus Christ. For the Mormon church clearly denies, clearly denies that Jesus is God. God in the flesh. The scriptures are very, so very clear. Allow me to read it to you. And I can spend hours on this subject, but just allow me to read one portion of scripture. In the book of Colossians, chapter 2, in verse 9, it is written, For in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. All the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. The fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. Jesus Christ is God. And the Mormon church denies this very biblical fact and reality. So, as a result of being involved in a service, a Mormon church service, and embracing some of the heresy, a demon of heresy entered his body and soul. Last, or a few Novembers ago, 
My wife and I invited an Indian family over to our house for prayer. The entire family, with the exception of one daughter, came over and shared how several members of the family were experiencing some horrific, terrible attacks from, from Satan. The mother, as soon as I started to pray, manifested a wicked spirit that her, made her violently grind her teeth uncontrollably. And this poor lady didn't have any control over her jaws. The spirit just grinded and grinded and grinded. I immediately cast the evil spirit out of her, and the grinding stopped. Now, the mother was free from this grinding, but, but then her son manifested demons. We dealt with 52 different spirits within him, several which entered through his participation in false religious practice, including Islam. In fact, during the deliverance session, one Islamic spirit manifested that was quite violent and blasphemous. As we prayed to God, the evil demon would mockingly worship. And I confronted those spirits and commanded the spirits to leave in Jesus' name, and the son was delivered also. So involving oneself in a false religion and some false religious practice can have spiritual implications and consequences. So you need to churn from worshiping a false, false god and embrace the one and true God who has been revealed as a holy trinity. For we are to worship God in spirit and in truth. And 1 Thessalonians 1 tells us that some have churned to God from idols to serve the living and true God and to wait for his son, the Lord Jesus Christ from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who rescues us from the coming wrath. So, perhaps you've been involved in Islam. Perhaps you've been involved in Buddhism. Perhaps you have ancestors that, are, that have been involved in it, and it's trickled down into your bloodline. I want you to simply pray with me. Perhaps you've been involved in animism. Perhaps you've witnessed or participated in some ceremony, ritual, in some of these uh, religious uh, groups, false religious groups. Perhaps you have family members in the Jehovah Witness organization. Perhaps you participate in a Christian science service. Perhaps you have uh, read the materials of Scientology and you have attended some of their seminars. Perhaps you're a Muslim. I would encourage everyone who's, who belongs to a group that denies that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, God in the flesh, to turn from that religious group, from that false movement, and embrace the one and true God. It's about a relationship. I'm not here to talk about a religion, but a living relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ who loves you, who cares for you, who has compassion on you, whose loving kindness extends to you. His grace, his mercy, his goodness extends to you. To simply say, I turn from the false gods of Mormonism, of Islam, of Hinduism. Just name the religious group that you were a part of the false religious group, and then just simply say, I turn to the triune God. I believe that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. He is God in the flesh. And I command every false religious spirit to leave me now in the name of Jesus and by the blood of Jesus. Now, Jesus clearly states in the scriptures in John the gospel of John chapter 14 he says I am the way the truth and the life no one can come unto the father except through me Jesus has made it very clear the only means to salvation is through him is through him 
he is the one who was laid who laid down his life on the cross. He is the one that was crucified. He is the one that was killed on the cross. He is the one that shed blood. He is the one who rose again. He is the one who ascended to Father, God the Father's right, in, right hand. He is the one who's coming again. He is the one who can save you and set you free and heal your broken heart. And you could simply just call upon the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. If we confess with our mouth Jesus is Lord, believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. What a great opportunity, even now, as you're listening to this live Radio presentation that is heard on every, nearly every continent of the world. Even now is a great opportunity to give your life to Jesus Christ and become born again. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You can have everlasting life. You can become a child of God. You can have love, joy, peace, power in your life. And be born again into his family. I'd love you, but more importantly, Jesus loves you, and he will receive you. And then, he will set you free. But because people involve themselves in these false religious groups, and because people and humans involve themselves in occultic practices, they've opened no doors to demons. That's why there is a need for exorcism to cast out demons. But I want to lay that foundation. You need to build on Jesus Christ. Call upon him right now. Just say, Lord Jesus, save me, forgive me, cleanse me. Jesus, I believe you are God in the flesh. You arose again from the dead. You died on that cross for me. I repent. I turn from evil. I turn from hell. I turn from the, from the devil. And I turn from sin. And I turn to you, Jesus Christ, your blood that forgives me and heals me and delivers me. And I command every spirit, a false religious spirit, every occultic spirit to leave my body now in Jesus' name. Now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I mean, if you just pray that simple prayer, and it is, I mean, it's, it's truly a simple prayer, a prayer of faith. Just coming like as a, a little child, going before the Father. And God's forgiven you. Oh, there's so much I want to share tonight. There's so much I want to share. Some incredible stories, encounters I have I've had in in dealing with people involved in exorcism. And there is a need for exorcism. There's I mean, there's no doubt about it. There is a need for exorcism. And perhaps you're listening and you need to go through an exorcism. I want you to stay tuned. Because we're going to lead you in prayers of exorcism so you can be set free. My friends, don't go anywhere. We still have much more of deliverance on tonight. I'll be back after this brief intermission.
what's up? This is Toby Mack with news of another real-life Jesus freak. It's 2nd century Rome. Justin Martyr is a respected pagan philosopher. But seeing Christians willingly die for their faith consumes him with curiosity. So he reads the scriptures and converts. He even opens a school of Christian philosophy in Rome. As his last act, Justin offers his martyrdom as a witness for Christ, saying, For though we are beheaded and crucified, we do not forsake the confession of our faith. But the more things of this kind which happen to us, the more are there others who become believers through the name of Jesus. For more on the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. Now, my wife and I were counseling a young lady outside of Atlanta, Georgia at a National Spiritual Warfare Conference some time back, and, and this lady had witnessed, as a young girl, her cousin being abused by a family member. Obviously, this traumatized her greatly. And during the counseling session, we discovered that this trauma had opened her soul to a vile spirit. We had discovered that over the years that abuse, trauma, and all of its ugly forms opens up humans to devils. And it's commonly known that abuse and trauma is like a two-sided coin. Where you find one, you usually find the other. And Jenny was no different. She witnessed her cousin being abused, and this traumatized her. And unknown to Jenny, it allowed a demon to enter her. So, as a result of abuse and trauma, there are people and being invaded by evil spirits. So, what are we to do? We ought to bring the ministry of liberation to them, a ministry of love, the ministry of exorcism. And all exorcism is, it's a labor of love to set the captives free. To set the captives free. So why do we need exorcism? Well, because there's abuse and a trauma. And it's widespread. Millions are being abused. Millions have been traumatized. Evil spirits are taking advantage of the pain of those who are suffering because of the extreme trauma they have endured through. And because evil spirits have invaded people, that is why there is a need for exorcism. So tonight we're going to continue this discussion on 
Why Exorcism on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance. What's up? This is Michael Tate with another story of a Jesus freak from the Voice of the Martyrs. In some countries, authorities attack and arrest Christians in the cover of night. Not so in Somalia. On January 5, Asha Mberwa, a young wife and mother, fearing for the safety of her family, was on the phone making arrangements to flee the Mogadishu area. Al-Shabaab extremists were monitoring that call and decided to make an example of Asha. The next day, she was arrested. The day after that, Muslim extremists took Asha into the street, waited for a crowd of witnesses to gather, and tragically cut her throat. For the latest on Somalia from the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com.
that story about Jenny. When uh, my wife and I were uh, speaking and ministering at a National Spiritual Warfare Conference some years ago in the, outside of Atlanta, Georgia. And over the course of two days, when we would be in prayer and, and in ministry with this young lady, a demon would manifest a choker. Uh, we stopped on several occasions because the demon's insistence in violating her in this manner was so extreme we had to stop. On the second night, though, we experienced a breakthrough. As this demon was brought into uh, great submission, and we dealt with many evil spirits within her, one demon that manifested revealed he had entered her through trauma. The name of the spirit was fear. This foul spirit told me I entered Jenny as a result of her seeing her cousin being abused. Apparently, this incident opened her to fear and a spirit of fear invaded. <clears throat> if you have experienced any form of trauma, you've been through it, Perhaps you've witnessed it, any kind of any form or element of abuse. Oftentimes there are spirits of fear, spirits of terror that are involved. Because it brings fear, it brings terror. Trauma and abuse do that to us all. It fragments and shatters the soul, often resulting in dissociation. And spirits of fear, spirits of terror, invade. But on this night with this young lady, Jenny, my wife and I witnessed God's goodness prevail. As that night, she turned to God and the demons were expelled in the name of Jesus. Sexual, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual abuse tears not only the body nature, but also the soul of a human being. It's just a fact. I mean, again, it should be noted that abuse and trauma can cause dissociation, and it should be addressed. And there's few ministries, there's few churches, there are few believers in the kingdom of God that are trained on dealing with those who are experiencing dissociation. It's just a, it's just a reality. It's just a fact. It's sad, I'm sad to report this, but it is a fact. There are so few churches, so few Believers, so few ministries that are reaching those who are experiencing great levels of dissociation. I was recently, actually this past weekend, in Chicago, and I was sharing with my dear pastor friend who traveled with me uh, to hold some meetings in the Chicago area. We were just sharing with, uh, with one another that the various people we were ministering to, and I believe every single person that we minister to, was experiencing dissociation at one at one level or another, some very severe complex dissociation. It should be added. Uh, this is something that's that's occurring worldwide. On nearly every continent, I have dealt with people who suffer from dissociation. This is something that needs to be addressed. And all, and all dissociation, you may wonder, what does this word dissociation mean? It's just a fancy medical term, just to describe. The reality of a broken heart. The scriptures are very clear from Genesis to Revelation that your heart could be broken. And how can a heart be broken? 
Most of the time, it's a result of some kind of abuse and trauma. Obviously, your heart breaks. Have you been abused? Your heart's going to break. I mean, that's just a fact. And oftentimes, the breakage of the heart brings forth uh, very distinct personalities. We're not talking about demons. Now, demons can be involved, but I'm speaking of the elements of dissociating guards to the broken heart. When abuse occurs, your heart shatters, and there's pieces of your heart that take the pain, that take the hurt, that take the horrible memory. So you could survive, because you wouldn't be able to survive if it wasn't for dissociation. It's a complex defense mechanism to protect you. Thank God that you're able to, that little ones are able to dissociate, that they're able to fragment their consciousness to the point where they can uh, take the pain, take the suffering, take the, the memories. So the core part of the, of, the, of the aspect of the human being can continue to live life as best as, it, uh, as he or she can. I mean, it's difficult as it is, but can you imagine if you have to live with that kind of pain each and every day if somebody's been abused as your child? crazy i mean my pastor friend and i dealt with a precious precious saint who was abused at the age of one and she had very little parts and there was parts of her that that had the memories and if it wasn't for the parts taking the memories taking the pain there was no way this woman would be able to survive this is a, a defense mechanism this is a, an ability that God gives human beings. Now, sure, God, God's ideal is not for somebody to dissociate, but he allows it. And we see it often with young, young babies and children. It's a complex defense mechanism that allows children to escape pain. I've had family members who suffer from dissociation. And I've dealt with many, many hundreds who've experienced dissociation. It's a reality. And in the many, many thousands of exorcisms that I've conducted, I've seen a pattern. And I would estimate that 90% of the demonized that I've dealt with have been abused or traumatized in one manner or another. And this has allowed the devil an opening to take advantage of. The devil will take the opportunity and run with it. Abuse usually results in the victim getting angry, harboring bitterness, resentment, hatred, and rage. And these emotional ills can, if held on for a long period of time, can be a spiritual right by which demons can enter the body. Or so I deal with this all the time. I understand why people – it's part of the human condition. I understand why people get angry and people get bitter and, and resentful. God's gracious. He understands that we run the gamut of human emotions, and, and sometimes we experience these emotional ills. But don't hold on to them. Let go of them. Okay, you're angry. Let go of it. But you may say, Brother Jay, you have no idea. And that may be. But the fact is, if you want to be free, I'm speaking the truth. Yes, I may not understand your pain. I may not understand all of what you've been through. But I don't want you to have a demon. I don't want you to be demonized. I don't want the demon of anger. I don't want the demon of hatred. I don't want the demon of rage to live within your body and soul. I want you to be free from these things. So I'm going to speak the truth. You have to let it go. You have to forgive. You have to let go of the anger. You have to let go of the hatred. You have to let go of the rage in the name of Jesus Christ. Do it now. You can do it right now. Don't 
Don't wait. Let go of it. Let go of it now, my brother. Let go of it, my sister. Let go of it. Go. Go. Do it now. Forgive. Release the anger. Go ahead. Release it. I command those spirits of trauma, those spirits of abuse, those spirits of anger and hatred, unforgiveness, resentment and bitterness, rejection to go in the authority of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let go of my brothers. Let go of my sisters in the authority of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Now, it's clear, my friends, in James chapter 1, we see a clear warning to avoid anger as it leads to unrighteousness and all forms of evil. All forms, which includes demons, obviously. First John 2 tells us that those who harbor hate walk in darkness. Demons and the devil reside in this darkness. And it, just, it was just a few summers ago when we dealt with a loved one who had been horribly abused as a child, sexually, and harbored great hate for the one who tormented her. But this hate and this anger allowed a spirit, a demon, a devil, of rage to enter her. When dealing with rage, I asked the spirit, why did he have the right to the body? And he replied that he was given the right at the age of three when this sexual abuse occurred. The abuse led this loved one to receive other evil spirits through the years as she held on. She didn't let go. She held on to the anger all through her teen, teen years and adult years, the rage, the unforgiveness, the bitterness. And she became bound, enslaved to evil spirits. So let go of it. And in the name of Jesus, you can be free. You can be free, my friends, from any evil spirit that may have invaded you through abuse or trauma that you may have endured. Turn from the anger. Turn from the bitterness. Turn from the resentment. Turn from the hate. Turn from the unforgiveness that you have held on to for so long. Now's the time. Simply call upon Jesus who loves you to deliver you. Just say, God, I, I need you to help me in forgiving those who wrong me. And to release me from the hate, the anger, the bitterness, the resentment, the rage that is within me. And I take authority in Jesus Christ over every evil spirit. Behind these emotions, I command them to leave me now in Jesus' name. And, oh, God, I ask that you just heal my bruised soul. Heal my bruised heart. And I speak in the holy name of Jesus. I, Jay Bartlett, as a servant of the Most High God, I speak in the holy name of Jesus to those who are listening to this broadcast who have been traumatized. God cares and he heals those broken hearts. I speak to those broken pieces, those broken parts of the heart, in the love and kindness of Jesus. God desires to comfort you. God desires to heal your inner wounds. And I speak to the little ones in the comforting name of Jesus. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. God loves you. And we love you. And we bless you. In the name of the Father. Of the Son, Jesus of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. And the Lord Jesus said to them, his disciples, go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they shall drive out demons. That is why there's a need for exorcism because there's people with demons Jesus said so because he says to cast out demons in my name you will drive out devils in this entire broadcast this evening we're, we've been discussing why there's a need for exorcism why there's a need for deliverance because people have demons and people need help for nearly 25 years that is what we have done is help people find Jesus first and foremost and then find the healing and the delivering power of Jesus Christ. That's our desire. And on this broadcast, we have seen people free, demons cast out, people healed, people come to know Jesus Christ. And I wasn't really expecting uh, to open up the phone lines, but we have a, a dear lady who I'm going to bring on the air right now. Her name's uh, Barbara, and Barbara, thank you for calling, and uh, you're live on the air right now. Thank you for calling the Deliverance broadcast. Thank you for answering. I just want to let everybody know I, I, I haven't taken calls in a long time. I, I get calls all the time, but as many of you know, I, I've been um, traveling a lot, and, and um, uh, just it's it's been hectic as it is with my travel schedule and, and but tonight, I uh, just really felt a burden to go through the phone lines, and and, uh, and Barbara called in, and and I know God has brought you to listen tonight, and uh, how can we help you, Barbara? Um, well, I have a lot of problems, uh, mostly my health, um, but I um, I know there's a lot of demonic activity in my my life. Uh, I've actually seen a couple of demons, like, within, you know, like, a foot of my face. Uh, and I'm I'm very sick. I have MS, mercury poisoning, aluminum poisoning, uh, cadmium poisoning, nickel poisoning, um, ADD, arthritis, um, 
which is I just have so many problems that it, it really just unbelievable that one person could have so many problems. I don't know if you've been listening. I mean, is this the first time you've listened to the show, or? Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, welcome. Uh, just a few nights ago, I I, I uh, did a show on demons and disease, and 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 Barbara, I discussed the reality of uh, how demons can bring. Um, diseases and sicknesses and afflictions into people's bodies. Uh, I was up in uh, Baltimore just a a, um, a few months ago, and we we dealt with demons that were named arthritis, uh, that were uh, named, um, if I remember correctly, cancer and and uh, some other sicknesses and, and afflictions. And um, these things are real. They, they enter bodies and they bring the the affliction. I, you mentioned the MS. My wife and I, now this was a while back, but we dealt with this young man, and um, and we knew that he was suffering from multiple sclerosis, and he had gone to several different specialists, and, and they couldn't figure out what was what was truly going on in his body. And uh, so he decided to seek out spiritual help. And, and to make a long story short, we got involved in an exorcism with him, and there was a demon that manifested that went by the name of disease. And I said, what do you do to his body? And he, and, he, and he said that I'm bringing the multiple sclerosis into his body. And Barbara, what was amazing is when he was, when the demon was driven out, all the symptoms of MS disappeared. Now, I don't know what everything that's going on in your, uh, this is the first time we've ever spoken. Um, are you calling from the West Coast, East Coast, or um, the Midwest? Midwest. Midwest, the Midwest? yeah. Okay. Well, you've called at a perfect time because we have some time to, to, um, and and my friends who are listening in tonight uh, from around the world. They know that I used to take calls all the time, but I, again, again, as a result of my travel schedule, I've been shortening the shows. So it's amazing, and this show I I've prolonged the show to deal with a lot of different subjects, and it's amazing that you called, uh, and we want to help you, Barbara, and. First and foremost, I, I must ask: are, are you a Christian? Yes. Okay, great. That's that's the most important thing. That's good, Barbara. Uh, you you said uh, you've seen the demons in your face, um, and you you're very sick. You have the multiple sclerosis. You have the ADD, arthritis, uh, some poisoning issues. Um, uh, when do you think this? Or do you, do you, do you know when this all started? Um. It started right after my daughter was born. I think what uh, a lot of it's to do with allergies. I'm allergic to things, and that, that makes me sicker. But right after my daughter was born was the first time I had an MS attack. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, yeah, but allergies, I've, I had those since I was little. They had me... Um, actually living at a neighbor's house because I thought I was allergic to the house. I've always had problems with strange allergies. Wow. Now, have you uh, been through a, a any kind of uh, exorcism or deliverance? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Okay. I have Did it help a little bit? The, the lady that I've been working with, yeah, she helped me a lot because I was, uh, I was having... Um, Urges to hurt people, especially my grand. I sound like I'm young, but I'm not. I'm 59. I, but I was having urges to hurt my grandchildren and hurt other people. And uh, 
she helps a lot with that. Um, good. That the biggest thing. Well, good. I still don't. I still don't trust myself around some things though when my grandchildren are around. Okay. Like sharp things. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's pray, Barbara. You're you sound like a sweet woman, and I appreciate you calling in, and I know that Jesus is very much alive, and, and uh, you know that personally because you know the Lord, but it sounds like there's still some some issues, um, and obviously this is a live broadcast, and 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 we're going to do whatever we can to help you, and, 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 and Barbara, I'd just like yeah. for us to pray just for a moment, and, and uh, um, I want you just to hold that phone real close. You're doing well. You, you sound great. Uh, I'm just going to pray first. I, I, Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for Barbara. And I thank you, O oh God, for her life. Thank you for her willingness to receive ministry. Thank you for her open heart. And God, you tell us that in order to come to you, we, we must come to you as little children. For little children trust and and and, and, has, and, and possesses utter dependence upon you, God. Thank you for her for her life, for Barbara's life, and I bless her. I ask God that you touch her life, that you would touch her heart. Father, there are so many great needs that she's mentioned. And we're going to do what we can to help her and to minister to her. And Lord, I ask that your precious holy blood would cover the phone, would cover the hand by which she holds the phone. And, Father, I invite the presence of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit of God. And in the authority of Jesus Christ, I come against the multiple sclerosis. I come against the poisoning. I come against the ADD. I come against the arthritis. I come against the allergies. I come against every infirmity and sickness and disease that has harmed this body. And every sickness and infirmity is subject to the blood of Jesus. Subject now to the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. You will obey. You will obey. For you are subject to the cross and to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And I command the spirit that God has appointed to judgment. Whoever you are within this precious woman named Barbara. I command you in the authority of Jesus Christ to come to attention. And face the judgment and the wrath of holy God. Of holy God. Now spirit, you come up. The one that God has appointed. This dear woman has been driven by the Holy Spirit to call them to this broadcast, and I command the Spirit. Now, Jesus, just comfort Barbara. Just be with Barbara. Just comfort her and give her peace as we deal with these evil spirits harming this precious woman. Spirits, come up. Now, in the authority of Jesus Christ, the first one, God has appointed a judgment, come up right now in the authority of Jesus. Now, in the authority of Jesus Christ, by the blood sacrifice of Jesus Christ, 
by the blood atonement of Jesus Christ, by the new covenant that's, that's based in the blood atonement of Jesus Christ. You are subject to the blood of Christ, to the crucifixion, to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And I command the spirit that's causing all these infirmities, causing the multiple sclerosis, causing the arthritis, bringing forth the ADD, bringing various forms of sicknesses. Now, don't hide behind Barbara. Do not hide behind Barbara. Get up. I want to talk to the demon. Demon, come up in the authority of Jesus Christ. You must tell me who you are in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I only want to speak to the demon. Not to Barbara, because I want to speak to you, because I want to know why you're in this woman. Come up right now in the authority of Jesus Christ and face the judgment and the wrath of God. Now, in Jesus' name. In the authority of the blood of Jesus Christ, you come up, evil spirit. Now, evil spirit, now I don't want you to communicate, to draw strength from any other evil spirit. You are bound by the blood of Jesus Christ. You are bound by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And every word that I speak on this phone is covered with the blood of Jesus Christ. You're not going to interfere with the communication. You're not going to interfere with Barbara. Now, evil spirit, the one that God has appointed to judgment, I want you to speak to me. On this phone, right now, in Jesus' name. Who are you? Get up in the authority of Jesus Christ. Spirit, don't hide. Spirit, do not hide in the authority of Jesus. Spirit, don't hide. Spirit, do not hide in the authority of Jesus. Spirit, do not bring Barbara up. I want to talk to you in the name of Jesus. In the authority of Jesus Christ, you vile spirit, you've been there a long time, and you're hidden. You've been through those generations, and you're, you're afflicting this woman. It's over. It is over in the authority of Jesus Christ. You cannot have this woman. She's a child of God. She professed and confessed that Jesus is her Lord. Now, spirit, who are you in the name of Jesus? Now, tell me in Jesus' name. Now, in Jesus' name, Spirit, come up. Face the judgment of God. Now, Holy Spirit, go into this woman. Holy Spirit of God, drive this evil spirit up right now in the authority of Jesus. Spirit, you can't have her. You cannot have this woman. You cannot have her. You cannot have her. You cannot have her. I command you to speak. I command your tongue to be loosed in Jesus' name. Now, in Jesus' name, face the judgment and wrath of God. You cannot have her. Now, Spirit, I'm going to play praise music to torment you. I'm going to play praise music torment to torment you, evil spirit. If you're not going to cooperate, I'm going to play praise music, and you're going to listen to praise music. In the authority of Jesus, who are you? Who are you, demon, in the name of Jesus? Speak to me. Do not bring Barbara up. I draw the bloodline between you and Barbara, and every part of Barbara. I speak to you, demon. Who are you in the name of Jesus? You're causing her to be sick. You're causing her to have infirmities. Who are you in the name of Jesus? This is a child of God. This is a daughter of the king. What is your name? 
Spirit, what is your name? You cannot have her. You cannot have her. She has been bought with the precious blood of Jesus. She has been bought with the redemptive blood of Jesus Christ. You cannot have her. You cannot have her. You may be able to try to hide on this phone. But the Holy Spirit of God, who's omnipresent, is right there. Holy Spirit of God, drive this evil spirit up in the authority of Jesus right now. Spirit, I want to speak to you in the authority of Jesus. You are bound. Spirit, you are bound in Jesus' name. If you have no rights to her, then get out of her. Release her. But if you do have rights, I want to know the, what, what rights you hold on to this woman. Spirit, do you have rights to this woman? Yes or no in Jesus' name. Yes or no in Jesus' name, Spirit. Spirit of infirmity, spirit of sickness, do you have rights to this woman? Yes or no in Jesus' name. Yes or no, Spirit. Yes. You are bound. What are the rights in Jesus' name? What rights? You're bound. You said yes. What rights? Quickly, in the name of Jesus, what rights? Abuse. What else? What else in Jesus' name? Suicide. What else in Jesus' name? What else in Jesus' name? What else in Jesus' name? What? I had premarital sex when I was having... uh, I was... And I'm not a drug person, but I... My husband... He wasn't my husband, and he talked me into doing acid, and he turned into the devil, and I convinced myself that it was okay, and I had sex with him, even though I was terrified. Okay, Barbara, I want that demon to come up. He's hiding. When we were praying, what did you feel? It feels like my head wants to come to a point. Yeah, I I want you to just go away, because I I know we're going to deal with these sins, but um, I need to deal with this demon. I just want you to simply say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I turn from premarital sex. I turn from premarital sex. And all sexual sin. And all sexual sin. By the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. God, forgive me. God, forgive me. For wanting to kill myself. For wanting to kill... My father killed himself. There's a history of, of suicide in my family. Ah, did I killed. break? I'm sorry? Say I break? I break? The generational curse. Generational curse. Of suicide. Of suicide. By the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. And every spirit. And every spirit. That has entered me. That has entered me. Through abuse. Through abuse. Through trauma. 
through trauma. That's holding on to the pain. That's holding on to the pain. And to the hurt. And to the hurt. I want you to face the judgment of God. I want you to face the judgment of God. Okay, now Lord Jesus, remove Barbara. And Barbara, as you let the spirit come up, let him come up. Don't suppress him. Allow him to come up. Jesus, just let Barbara, just give her rest, Jesus. Jesus, you're so kind and loving, so peaceful, Jesus. Give Barbara a place of rest. Take her far away from this. So she doesn't even have to deal with this. Now, Spirit, get up. Get up in the authority of Jesus Christ, demon. Demon, the one that's bringing these generational curses into this woman. I don't want to speak to Barbara anymore. I want to speak to you. She is praying in the name of Jesus. You can't have her. Spirit, get up in the authority of Jesus Christ. Stop hiding in the authority. You're bound by the blood of Jesus. All those strong men that are operating this woman's life, you are bound in the authority of Jesus. You can't have her. Spirit, you cannot have her. Spirits, you've been defeated at the cross. You can't have this woman and let go. The spirits that are messing around, causing the pains in her head, come up in the authority of Jesus Christ. I place the blood of Jesus on this woman's head, upon her body, soul, and spirit. Now, evil spirits that are afflicting her head come up and face the judgment of God now. Now, in the authority of Jesus, stop hiding. Stop hiding in the authority of Jesus Christ. Demons, stop hiding. Stop hiding. Barbara, can you still hear me? Yes. Okay, what are you feeling while I'm praying? Uh, physically, I have a headache, and my my foot's jerking. I do spastic things sometimes, but I wasn't doing that before. And uh, and it's kind of uh, an attitude that's like it's not going to listen. Yeah, have you? Did you hear any voices while I'm praying? Oh, not not right now, no. Do, do, have you heard any voices today? Um, before I talked to you, you mean? Yes. Okay, well, I'm, uh, I always hear voices that tell me to kill myself. I okay. um, don't recall that today, though, but... Okay, I want you to say I want you to simply say by the blood of Jesus Christ. By the blood of Jesus Christ. I choose life. I choose life. I reject death. I reject death. And the spirits of death. And the spirits of death. The spirits of suicide. Spirits of suicide. You cannot have me. You cannot have me. But if you have a right to me. If you have a right to me. I want to know what it is. I want to know what it is. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Good. 
I'm just going to speak to that spirit of suicide and spirit of death. Spirit of death. You are bound in the authority of Jesus Christ. You must leave this woman alone. You must leave this woman alone. You can't have her. She belongs to Jesus. She has chosen life. She has chosen life. You can't have her. You cannot have her. And that stubborn spirit that's trying to resist, you are bound in the authority of Jesus. You are bound in the authority of Jesus Christ. You cannot have her. You cannot have Barbara. She belongs to Jesus. She's already a child of God. You cannot have her. Spirit, you cannot have her. Is he saying anything in your head? No. So I love Jesus. I love Jesus. And I command the spirit. And I command the spirit. That's giving me this headache. It's giving me this headache. To go. To go. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I command the demon. And the demon. That's twitching my leg. That's twitching my leg. To go in Jesus' name. Go in Jesus' name. And I command all spirits of sickness. Command all spirits of sickness. Of MS. Of MS. Of the various poisoning. Of the various poisoning. Of ADD. Of ADD. Of arthritis. Of arthritis. All spirits of infirmity. All spirits of infirmity. To go. Go. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Leave my body. Leave my body. Now. Now. Do you have the headache anymore? Better. Good. Praise God. Is your foot twitching? Not right now. Good. Praise God. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Holy Spirit, fill this woman. Fill her with love and joy and peace and power. And I command every evil spirit to release her now in Jesus' name. Come out of her. Go quietly. Leave her now in Jesus' name. Now, in the authority of Jesus. Just depart from her. Now, in the authority of Jesus. Come out of her in Jesus' name. Release her now in Jesus' name. Out in the authority of Jesus Christ. Come out of Barbara. In Jesus' name. Go in Jesus' name. Go in the authority of Jesus Christ. Out of Barbara. In Jesus' name. Do you feel some of them, some of the demons come out? I yawned. Good, yeah. Sometimes that happens when there's a yawn, when there's uh sometimes when there's coughing, when there's uh uh sometimes even with vomiting, demons come out oftentimes out of the breath. Lord Jesus, fill this woman. Fill Barbara with your Holy Spirit. Thank you for this precious woman. And I command all this sickness and all this infirmities, all these afflictions, to release her now in the authority of Jesus. 
and I speak to the body of Barbara. Be healed in Jesus' name. I speak to the heart of Barbara. Be healed in Jesus' name. May the love and the comfort and the, the loving kindness and the peace and the presence of God fall upon my dear sister Barbara in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Feel a little bit better? Um, yeah, I do some. Yeah, Good. my head Good. definitely feels better. Good, praise yeah. God. Yeah. Well, hold on, Barbara. I just want you. I want you to stay right there because I want to play a song, a praise song, and I want you to listen okay. to this. Okay. May the Holy Spirit just rest upon you. Just stay right there, right now, in Jesus' name.
Well, welcome back to Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and uh, tonight we've been discussing why an exorcism. So many people inquire if they are in need of, of an exorcism. Many do need to go through an exorcism. Do you? And uh, we've been just talking with uh, a dear lady who called in from the the Midwestern part of the United States. Her name was Barbara, 59-year-old woman uh, that uh, was experiencing all kinds of various demonic afflictions, been sick, multiple sclerosis, arthritis, spirits of infirmity, and we were just praying for her and, and all that pain she felt in her head, gone. She felt demons leave her body, and uh, it's all because of Jesus. And uh, I'm going to talk with Barbara here in a moment. Uh, but I... I I just want to encourage you, my friends, my brothers and sisters in the Lord. Sometimes you have to battle these things. Sometimes you have to be persistent, but they must go in the authority of Jesus Christ. We have defeated Satan by the blood of the Lamb. And the Scripture tells us so clearly in 1 Peter chapter 3, and speaking of Jesus, he has gone into heaven and is at God's right hand with angels and authorities and powers in submission to him. So all these powers are in submission to Jesus Christ. Now, they like to be stubborn. They like to be uh, persistent in their attacks. But we know for a fact that they've been defeated, and they're going to that lake of fire forevermore. And we have power over them. We have power over these demons. Now, we may have to fight them. I mean, the Apostle Paul tells us in Ephesians 6, we struggle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. I mean, it's a struggle. It's a war. We have to wrestle against them. But we have the victory in Jesus' name, and they must go. Sure, they'll fight, but they must go. And even tonight, these spirits fought, but she felt these, this dear lady felt the demons leave, and she experienced healing, and I praise the living God. My friends, I would encourage you, if you have an opportunity, to go to my home site, jbartlett.org, and browse my more than 25 books I have written on the subject of deliverance, on spiritual warfare, on our authority in Jesus Christ, all of them are free to download. So uh, if you just want to be encouraged, be equipped on, on how to conduct spiritual warfare, how to minister healing and deliverance, simply go to my website, jbartlett.org, and browse my more than 25 volumes on a variety of different subjects that I believe will encourage you, will equip you, will strengthen you in your walk with Jesus Christ. And my friends, I do bless you in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey,